Rob is a podcast and the Road to Survivor Second Chance podcast series are made possible in part by our listeners who have become patrons of Rob has a podcast. For more about the benefits of becoming an RHAP patron, visit us on our website at robswebsite.com slash patron. Election 2015, the road to Survivor Second Chances. All right, we are back here. Road to Survivor Second Chance interview number 19. And we are here with a man who is not just vying to be on a second stint back on Survivor. He's also the first person ever to make a first Survivor ever to make a second stint here to the RHAP studios. Uh, please welcome in uh, Vitas Pushkowskis. Vitas, how are you? I'm great. Thank you. It's awesome to be here. My second time. I feel second like it's time. A little, I'm a little more comfortable the second time. Not as nervous. You yes. know, I might last a little bit longer. Whoa. Who knows Whoa. what might happen. Oh, my God. All right. So we are here <laughs> with Vitas and also uh, we're recording this live on Periscope today. So uh, shout out to all of the people watching us here live on Periscope. And Vitas, how are you doing? You're, I'm, you're, I'm doing you're well. Back, you're on the cusp of going back to Survivor. Mm-hmm. And uh, here you are. This it's is an exciting this, time. It's this a really is very exciting. The, it's an exciting time in a survivor world here, not just in my life, but in the survivor community. And really, an and, and if you time. could go back and you could potentially win, wouldn't wouldn't that feel good to stick in Aris's face? Oh, of course. Of, of course. Not only you don't have you're okay. Is that I I'm a winner. We're both two time survivors, and uh, boom, there you go. And not only will we both have won, but. I finished ahead of him in blood versus yes. water, so my average would be so your slightly higher. Would be slightly, slightly higher. higher. I think that would. I think that would annoy him. I think you. I think your brother wants you to go back, but I feel like uh, I don't know. Does he want? Does he want you to win? Does he want you to be have that over him? He would never admit that he did. He would never win, admit it. No. He would never admit it. Okay, uh, and this is this is exciting. This is uh, here we are because we've been talking about you since you were on your original season as somebody who was going to be in the mix to go back. Now, now. That being said, no, they haven't brought anybody back since your season. So we thought that probably, you know, right after Blood versus Water, they were going to do some sort of an All-Stars. And we figured, OK, season 30 is going to be the All-Stars. And they said, no, season 30, that's just another season. But now here we are, season 31, and you're in this mix here for the second chance. How does it feel? It feels great. You know, I, I can't say that I didn't hear some of the same rumors like Vitas might get brought back. He's a candidate to get brought back. And right. of course, all that all that talk excited me because I'm a huge fan and you know I had such an amazing experience my first time out there but you know the seasons continue to come I was like well maybe they're not going to bring people back again and you know we I talked of, about it at the start of this season like is is bringing people back over I mean we had three seasons in a row yeah. of all original people well will they never bring anybody back again or we'll at least see. not for a while I mean we'll see how it goes on on this season you know with people getting brought back I've loved the last few seasons I love meeting new characters welcoming new people in the community. I, I always love when you get to see new people play. I think it's magical time. Okay. And it's introducing you to a lot of new women also when they bring new people in. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. That is also that's, true. No, that's I mean, good, that's I get to, thing. you know, I always get to go to the survivor after parties yes. when they have the little rat party after the finale. And, yes. you know, yes. Although I will say I'm a little getting a little bit old and curmudgeon-y. I don't like, you know, I you don't, don't drink anymore. I don't yeah. stay out late. So, you know, yeah. I, I show up, say hi. And I mean, I had the most fun at this last party with, uh, Josh and Reed, to be honest. Whoa. Oh, beat us. Oh, my God. <laughs> had fun with those guys. Uh, yeah, the most fun with Josh and Reed. Yeah, I love those dudes. Okay. Um, but they're not in the mix here. No, they're not. They're not in the mix no. for Survivor uh, Second Chance. But you are. And 
there's a couple people from Blood versus Water. A couple of the recent seasons are represented well. Of course, you have all the Dirty Thirty. Mm-hmm. That's that's one thing. Got a couple people from San Juan del Sur. You got three. Uh, you got four Kagiyans, and then from the Blood versus Water. Is it is it four? Four from the Blood versus Water? Is it, is it, is three, or three of us. Three. It's, three. Uh, Sierra, Brad, and myself. Yes. And a lot of people said I figured Hayden was going to be in the in the mix here, but no Hayden. No, no Hayden. I was shocked, shocked, at Hayden? shocked that Hayden didn't get him. I mean, he was rumored to have, you know, he was going to be a part of it. And, did he uh, want to do it? I think he did. Yeah, he wanted to I do talked it. to him the day it was announced, and he said he was bummed that he wasn't a part of it. Yeah, he was. He was disappointed. Do you know? Was it was it a close call with him? Was it like a real flirtation uh, with Hayden, and then you know, hashtag Survivor Blindside. Yeah, I think I think that's wow. kind of how it went. I didn't talk to him too much about it. Um, I think he's got, I think he's got a new girlfriend, so I think he's a little Whoa. bit. I think he's maybe in a little bit of honeymoon land with that. Honeymoon I don't. I don't. We don't talk that Hayden. much, but just following his uh, Snapchat and stuff, Snapchat. it looks like he's got you know his Divi app. He's yeah. sending a Divi of he's like, got he, exciting things happening. So well, I think they, maybe like he's not as. Right, nobody's gonna feel sorry for Hayden Moss ever. I love Hayden. Great. Yeah, dude. he's a good guy. So, but here you are now with two people potentially who were not just from your season, but also from your original tribe in Brad and Sierra. Yeah, Tadana what tribe. What was it? Tadana? Tadana. Tadana yeah. tribe. All right. And you guys all have in common that you were loved ones of survivors, and then you were on the same tribe together. Now, ultimately, you switched your vote when Brad Culpepper was on the bubble. And you, I guess, uh, in addition to a couple other people, uh, I guess with, with Sierra also, uh, were responsible for Brad Culpepper going home. Yeah, that was a tough night. I love Brad. And we were having a great time out there. Um, and then just, you know, tribal council, you know how it happens. We're usually all kind of locked in on a vote and yeah. how it's going to go down that night. And Caleb switched it up last minute. Yes. And, uh, you know, Caleb, of course, uh, you know, uh, we tragically uh, lost him a year ago. And I, I didn't really ever know him. I talked to him one time on the uh, exit interview, but seemed like a great guy. But his his move ultimately uh, sends Brad Culpepper home. What was his relationship like with Brad Culpepper after that? Did Brad Culpepper have something against him after that or Brad Culpepper that was all in the game? I, Brad's a pretty forgiving guy. Brad's, you know, I think Brad let it, you know, kind of brush off his shoulders a little bit. It, I, I don't, I don't think he dwelled on you it. For, for switching your vote? I know you guys see him at Redemption Island, but after the game, they'd be like, oh, Vetus, you son of a bitch. I think he understood. I think Monica was probably more mad at me yeah. than Brad was. But um, I mean, what are you going to do? Draw rocks like three, four votes into the game? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a tough time to draw rocks that early on. As yeah. much as I love Brad and I wanted to stick with that alliance, I'm a loyal guy. As much as I wanted to stick with that stuff, it's hard to say like, let's draw rocks four votes in. Yeah. I mean, if somebody's going to push it to that point, you know, you know, push is going to come to shove. And, you know, unfortunately, like, you know, especially that early in the game, like, you know, I, I think I would do the same thing. Yeah. I, you know, I can't uh, begrudge you anything uh, with that. Like, le- I'd rather live to fight another day rather than, you know, go down in flames with whatever Brad is doing. Yeah. And it's a tough, I mean, thinking on the spot at tribal council, when somebody mixes up like that, just in this lap, last episode of worlds apart, uh, or was it two episodes ago when Mike showed his idol and yeah. you know everybody had to oh who am I going to vote for now you kind of kind of think on the fly like what it's a tough five minute decision to make in that moment you yeah know? Um, and Sierra of course uh, you know you and Aris you guys uh, come up with this plan of hey we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna vote out Laura and you guys want to like stick to the plan uh, like Keith and vote out Laura after the merge. Uh, do you think is, is there any hard feelings do you suspect from the uh, Easton slash Moret camp 
No, because they won. They we won. Did, we didn't, we didn't get to vote them out. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, our whole plan after the merge was that, oh, that was the pair we're going to get taken out. Obviously, pregame, we had had a plan. If the pairs make it far, let's stick with the pairs. Yeah. Then we got far in the game, and we just threw that out the window, stupidly. Um, Should have definitely stuck with the pairs, but that was the pair that our alliance was going to go for, and we didn't really have an alliance. They won. So I think they should, if anything, you know, like just be happy that they won. I don't think they feel bad at all. And now this time around, you don't have Aris mm -hmm. to uh, either bounce ideas off of or, you know, kick around if you guys if you guys don't win. This one's all this one's all on you. Yeah, it's a little bit scary, I think, in that sense. You know, like when I went out with Aris, uh, I love my brother so much. And there's like a safety net in that. Like I'm going out here with my brother in a right. game where, you know, everybody's going to get screwed over at some point, probably. You know, I have one person that I know no matter what's in my corner. Yeah, and some person that's also been there before. Yeah, he's been there. He can kind of guide me. Like, And I think for me, I was just so excited. I was going to be there. I was going to be with Aris. Like, I was just elated at the opportunity to go. This time, I don't have Aris. I've been there before. It's it's a different it's a different feeling. Like I'm I'm excited to go have another positive experience. I had a great time. I remember it with such fondness, and I yeah. want to have a positive experience. But it's a little more fear and like uh oh, like you know, returning players. Everybody's really good. It's an amazing pool of players, and you know, I don't know what's going to shake out. Coming into this thing, I mean, uh, what's your concern? What's your do you, do you have some one thing that you really uh, that you're really worried about? I don't think I have one thing that I'm really worried There's about. There's a million now. things you're worried about. No, I think it's, it's small little worries adding up together, you know? Um, I, you know, it's tough. It's tough going into this. Like, what do people think of you? What? How do people perceive me? I think the first worry for any of us, unless you're going to be like really, really confident, like I heard Shane Powers was, mm -hmm. is just getting on the show. Yeah. So, of course, there's the worry that I show up to the live finale next Wednesday or whenever they're going to announce it. I think that's going to be it. My bag's packed, ready to go, and they say, "Guess what? You're not going." Yeah. So that's well, what's that's it going to be like, Vitas? You're sitting there that whole that whole night, sitting there watching this whole finale. Yeah. Could you could you care less about what's happening on the TV? I think everybody's just going to be in their head. I don't think I'm, <laughs> and nobody's going to be watching what's happening. Like uh, you know, they're having some final five immunity challenge. Uh, like, oh, Rodney doesn't have his puzzle pieces, and uh, like, will they take your phones away? Will you guys just yeah. be like locked in in sequester from the moment you guys show up? Like, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we're going to have phones away at that point, just like sitting in sequester waiting for the announcement. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know what it's like to like, I know what it's like to get ready to go do Survivor, but I can't imagine like leaving and saying like, all right, I'll either see you at like 1130 or <laughs> in like two months. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, everybody, you know, everybody I'm talking to, like I'm getting subs for my yoga classes or, you know, like in, at school, I'm getting somebody to finish the semester to teach my math classes. Right. It's like, but wait, are you sure you're going? I'm like, no, I have <laughs> no. to act as if though. I have to, I have to act as if I'm going to go. I have to get a dog sitter. I have to, you know, make sure everything's taken care of with my kid. And you're right. Right. That's crazy. That's just really, really crazy. Um, I just, I don't know how you would plan everything. Like, it's tough, uh, it's tough to plan. So I think that's definitely nuts. the first worry. If you're going to talk about worries, it's, you know, and then I guess if I do get on, the next worry is that people are pre-gaming and I'm not a part of it. You know, like mm -hmm. I've tried pretty hard not to make any pre-game strategy yeah. around what's going into the game. Of course, I have people that I know that I've talked to and I've said like, dude, this is so exciting. It'll be great if we get to get out there and play. But there's no like Final Five Alliance yeah. or like anything well, like that. Well, is there like a little bit of like hot stove of, you know, coming into the last game? Mm -hmm. Aris had, you know, a friend in Jervis. Mm -hmm. 
And, um, you know, I, I don't know into what I don't know if Tyson was his friend from before or became friends in the game. But Jervis was really the guy who was, you know, Aris's friend of, you know, that played poker and uh, Aris felt like there was a safety net with with Jervis. And that ultimately comes back to bite you guys. Is there any sort of like, you know, uh, the, does that make your eyes open or makes you more hesitant to, tr you know, if anybody wants to, you know, tell you something before the game that you take it with a grain of salt more? I, it's a good question. I think it just makes me more aware. Yeah. You know, I think that Aris was so blind in his trust in Jervis because he had gone out to Philly, spent a night at Jervis's house, and he said, no matter what, we're good. So he didn't even talk to Jervis the whole time. He just, he, he thought there was this understanding. Right. But instead of, you know, taking time to go talk to Jervis, hey, we're still good, right? He didn't do any of that stuff. Um, so yeah, I think it just, it makes you aware. Like, I will say before our first blood versus water season, Parvati told us, she said, don't pregame. Yeah, like, I've been back. It screws everybody up. And Colton was out there like, you know, trying to pregame with everybody. Everybody's mm -hmm. calling each other. Right. And Aris and I said, you know what? Let's listen to that advice. He's like, I know Jervis. We'll be good with him. I've met Tina before. We'll be. But he's like, but let's not pregame with any. I'm like, OK, we're not going to pregame. Very little good comes from it. Yeah. Like, uh, again, I don't know if anybody if you could point to like, who's the person that it really helped? Like the like what was the pregame alliance that really worked out for somebody? Like I don't know it off the top of my head, but there's lots of times where somebody gets really screwed over by it. Yeah, and I've heard and I've heard pretty much everybody else's come on here says that they're not doing it either, which I'm excited about. I'm mm -hmm. excited that a lot of people I think have heard that advice and are taking it. Like let's all just meet when we get out there. I've met some of you guys, like some of you guys mm -hmm. I haven't met, but I'm excited to meet everybody. And, and there's a baseline chatter. I'm sure everybody, everybody is talking to, yeah, like, to I, everybody. Yeah, I think fun, nice naive to, meet you. to say yeah, that people sure. aren't, people aren't talking, but any sort of deals that are coming up now, I really do think it's a bit of uh, you know, fool's errand of like, uh, you know, okay, well, okay, here's the plan. All right. This person is first, yeah. then this person, <laughs> then, then this person. And uh, you know, you just end up, okay, great, great, great. And then, you know, somebody, whether that person's calling the other person on the phone like oh, did you hear what this person said so i i don't know it, it'll be really interesting to hear we're gonna have some very good exit interviews i think coming out of this season yeah for sure i think that um it is it is a fool's errand to try to start making plans like that this early on i think just i guess i'm just also the bitter 12 like uh those guys are just going to be like spilling everything also like they know where all the bodies are buried too the 12 people that don't make the show yeah, the bitter twelve. <laughs> yeah, bitter the bitter 12. twelve. Oh man, the bitter twelve. Yeah, I guess if somebody has an agreement in the bitter twelve, the they're gonna spit it before they go out. Yeah, I better say like uh, like uh, delete all my text messages or whatever uh, for those people that are gonna probably be like scorched earth after like F Survivor. I'm never watching this show again. I'll tell you everything. And uh, I don't know, maybe they'll have some sort of gag order on those people. But then there's like the bitter unknown too. I think that there's probably some people that I think I think probably should have been asked to be a part of the pool, but yeah. didn't get asked to be a part of the pool. And so what are you, what are they doing? I don't know what they're doing are they starting I, I know from i know yeah. i've seen a bunch of rumors on twitter and on social media like there's this alliance this alliance. i think i've even been rumored to be in part of this alliance yeah. and like it's not true so there's some you know, do you think, think there are survivors that stuff. weren't that weren't asked that are bitter and are are uh creating uh like some sort of like rumors or like uh like false stories that are out there maybe i don't know wow. i just I've, I've heard false stories so, so much I've, intrigue i've heard false Americans. stories and when it involves you, you think like, oh, man, that sucks. Like, I don't want to be a part of a false story. Yes. Like, you know, I want to go out there and get True a clean stories. slate. I'm going to try to go out there and give a clean slate to everybody. Because yeah. I know the editing and editing, they make it make anybody look bad. I know like I saw Abby Maria. Or I heard her thing. She came on here and she's like, I'm so worried people think of me as like bad news, whatever. When I met her, she seemed like a really nice girl. Yeah. 
I don't think that anybody uh, like they like people think Abby Maria is fine. I don't think other than RC, I don't think anybody is out there that really uh, thinks she's a like, uh, oh, my God, like what a this person is such a calculating, uh, you know, uh, B word or anything mm. like that. Um, you know, but again, you guys aren't out there playing a game with her in real life. You know, a lot of these people like in real life, you can see them in small doses. Oh, my God, this person is great. Now live with them for a month. Yeah. So any of these people like you, you know, that that people that you are friends with in real life, even you could get out there on the island. Like, oh, my God, I can't stand living with this person. Yeah. Maybe this person has a lot of gas or maybe they rub their <laughs> chest all the time. Like my brother does. Who, yeah. who knows what this person does when yeah. they're lying around a camp? I'm excited to meet everybody and get to. But I know even like my edits, some people might watch my season and say, like, when I got in on that tribe with the girls, when the tribe swap happened, like, oh, wow, look at how he manipulated everybody, you know, like. I played from the bottom, man. Like I was going to go yeah. and I was like doing anything I could, you know, like I just hope that people right. don't think that and, I'm and, like, and you did, you, you did a nice job there, but let's, you know, um, you got Laura Boneham and cat voted out, right? Yeah. Two of the strongest survivor <laughs> players of all time. This wasn't like the undoing <laughs> of like, you know, uh, Russell Hans or something like this. Yeah. I mean, I'm not like, it's not my goal to get out there and be a schemey player. You mm -hmm. know, like I think that even though I, I'd be part of the new school, right? If we're going to. Oh, sure. Um, sure. Yeah, I guess even though like I'm a new school player, like I think just I'm, I'm more like old school values with that stuff. Like okay. get numbers, stay with numbers. Like I really love what I think who was it? Kelly said on your interview. She was just like, Kelly yeah, Wigglesworth. Yeah. Like we've, the show has gotten to a point that's so, it's so negative. It's so schemey. You know, you want to bring it are, back. I think that what she said was like, you can still, of course, you know, like make moves, but it doesn't have to be so negative. It doesn't have to be in such a conniving way. Like, now, okay, so you have to are make you people saying, try cry so, at trouble council. So what's the? So I feel like this is two different things that we're talking about. Like uh, there's the like the ugly will stuff that we saw this season, and so you know some of the dance stuff, like the personal attacks. I think everybody is is in agreement. You know. That's a, we don't want any of that in the game. Mm. And, and hopefully I think everybody in Spire Second Chance is going to uh, be on that. But in terms of making moves though, do you, are, are you saying, is that, is that the same, is that the same thing? Yeah, I think that like, you know, you look at a guy like Tony and I was watching Tony play his game and yes. I was like, wow, like it's cr like the, some of the stuff he's doing is like really, he's the whole time is moves. He's not like making it, he's not, con I, you know, they don't show the downtime, but it just seemed like he's like, there's an intensity to some of those moves that just like, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable out there with a guy doing stuff like that. Right. I wouldn't want to be doing stuff like that. Like, you know, you want to connect with people, have a good time. And in the end, yes, only a couple people can make it to the end. Somebody's going to win, but you don't have to do it in such a conniving scheming way. Like obviously, you know, like you want to have to build trust with some people and some other people, you're not going to build trust mm -hmm. with, but it should be, I think it should be done in a much more positive, wholesome way. We got to have fun. When we're out there, yeah. man. Like I saw Tyson come onto our season like that guy's having so much fun. Yeah. Tyson had a but and he won but it. He made but he made moves also. He made moves. And, and one of those one of those moves was to throw you and Aris under the bus. Tyson's one and look at this. Tyson's one of my best friends yeah. now. So, I love Tyson. So you're saying that if you can make moves a la a la Tyson, it's just the game, but you know, do it in such a way where, you know, people can turn around and still be friends after invite them to weddings and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, even with like even with Laura, for example, what she's what she did at my very end, like there was the Redemption Island. We're having a puzzle. She helped Tina finish a puzzle to get me out. And I was bitter, dude. I was right. really I was angry at her. Like, how dare she not only like get just, me out, not only show her a solution, but walk her step by step through the solution. And I, for a couple of days, I was pissed. But you know what? It's part of the game. Laura had always been nice to me. She'd always been sweet to me. And I think there's, you know, there's a so I feel like in some of the newer seasons, they've 
just completely thrown away some of that nice stuff. You know, like let's just get right to the moves. Let's start scheming really hard. And I think we should have. Do you some feel of that. like blood versus water? You guys, it was older players that were there and family members of players. So that's why you guys were able to get over a lot of this stuff. Is that what you're saying? I think so. I think, you know, with people like Tina out there, who's a really positive, loving person. And I think you get, you get, you get out there and you're like, wow, like this is actually a really fun. It's not as scary of an experience as I thought it might be, you know? Yeah. Now, your brother, Aris, played with two of these guys, and uh, he was in an alliance with Shane mm -hmm. from the get-go, ultimately burns Shane in the game, um, and then went head-to-head -head with Terry, and really one of the most iconic rivalries in a season. So it's a complicated relationship between your brother and both of those guys, and of course, you are not your brother, but... I'm sure you have uh, run into Shane a number of times. I'm sure that you at least met Terry at some point. What, what is that like uh, coming into the game with players potentially who would have played with your brother? Yeah, I think that's probably like another fear underlying fear of the going back. Is Shane going to have something out for me? Like say, say I'm fortunate enough to get on the show and go far and I'm with Shane. He's like, I'm going to get that Pruskowskis back for what his brother did to me. Is that going to happen? Or is Terry going to feel like he needs to have a rivalry with me? Like, I, I don't think so. They seem like really level-headed dudes. Boy. I, as a big fan, I love them both. I think they're great. You could walk in, you could walk into uh, that Terry is ready to go like two battering rams with you. But I, but that's the thing. I would love to, you know, have somebody. I, I, it seemed like it was so much fun for both of them to have that competitive edge. And they were, they, for the most part, I think Aris said a few maybe like not nice things eventually uh, the down the road. The ambulance, the ambulance. And I think the, the disparaging women comment to Terry at yes. one point like, probably wasn't the back. nicest he took thing. It back. But yeah, yeah, but if you so can you have like a positive. Terry's going to, you know, uh, vote vote for you and like uh, hold up your card and be like, Vetus, call the ambulance. <laughs> Time to call the ambulance on I don't, you, I don't think, you know, if Terry does, if Terry does that, then good on him. Man. <laughs> I think Terry's, the, I think Terry's a stand up guy. From what I've seen. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. I see all these old players like we're talking about second chances. Like some of these guys, some of these guys and women really do deserve second chances. Okay. I think there's some people in the pool that like, you know, we just, you know, got out. Like, I don't know if I really deserve it. Like, yeah, I was with my brother and in a blood versus water season, I didn't really get to play my own game. I think I deserve a second chance. But you look at a dude like Andrew Savage, man, like what they brought back people that have been voted out. They didn't tell me what was going to happen. Like what a twist, man, to get out. That dude deserves a second chance. Serve a second chance. Like Varner, like, it was tied. They didn't tell him that was going to be the tiebreaker. Like, and that's how it, that's how he went out like that. Oh man, he needs a second chance. Kelly with her dad, Kelly, 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 Y with her dad. Like she, I mean, is there some sort of like a uh, shared connection there between the people that played on the first blood versus water with the second blood versus water? I mean, I'm sure there is. Like you like, can get, you can get like, uh, like talk to her and be like, boy, like, uh, you know, my brother screwed up my game. And then they're like, my dad screwed up my game. I'm sure there is. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> I, I've actually never met Kelly. I'm excited to meet her. And I, maybe we met at the finale party, but yeah, I yeah. think anybody who played a blood, blood versus water season, you know what it's like to be out there and to know that your game is inexorably intertwined with your loved one. Okay. All right. How are you doing on time, Vitas? I'm good. I got a couple more minutes. A couple more minutes. Yeah. All right. Ten more minutes. All right. Ten more minutes. Okay. So what would a Vitas uh, 2.0 uh, look like in terms of, you know, you you want to, you know, have a strategy, but you also want to make sure, uh, you know, people, you're giving people something that they're going to vote for. Yeah. Uh, so what, what is it that we, uh, the voters should be, uh, you want to let the voters know of why they should be punching a, a Vitas ticket? 
every day between now and May 20th. Yeah, I think that the voters, um, you guys, I, I mean, I've heard a lot of people say, like, I'm going to be different this time. I'm going to do things differently. Like, I don't think I'm going to do that much different. You know, okay. like, you've seen who I am. I'm I'm an authentic person. I'm not going to, like, be somebody different on camera than I am in real life. You know, like, I think I, I got in a tough part in the game with the unfortunate tribe swap. I did a great job. We got to the merge. I thought it was part of the numbers, and I wasn't. I think it'd be fun to get me on there and see what happens if I was part of the if numbers. If you did get you know? the like numbers. If, if, I, if I did get in a good, so, solid position in the game. Because I don't think that, you know, I really got to use a lot of my strategic skills and, like, my analytical skills, as which are interesting further down the road. You know, I think in the beginning, you know, I'm going to go out there and just try to have fun, meet people, and, like, hopefully I get part of the numbers, man. I really, yeah. I think that's a lot of, I think there's a lot of old school players. I think it's, however it kind of falls out, it'll fall out. And I, I'm going to be myself, man. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to be Vetus. You'll, I'm sure you'll see me doing yoga out there on a cliff somewhere if I can. And um, Now, you would go do the yoga by yourself because I feel like, you know, at least in the edit, and maybe that's because it wasn't actually the case, uh, but, you know, Aris is off doing yoga or meditating and people are conspiring against him. Would you still take that time for yourself in a game like this to, uh, you know, have that alone time? Uh, for your own stuff, is, yeah, is, is, you. does scary. the benefit outweigh the potential risk? Yeah, it's scary to go off by yourself when everybody else is at camp. And as soon as you leave, like, oh, like if they're going to talk, that's when they're going to talk. But I also think it's important just for me, like to connect in a game that's can like really bring up paranoia and fear. Like, all right, like I'm going to go to just a little bit of yoga for a couple minutes, get my mind right and then come back in a place where I feel settled and not so like. You see people running around like chickens with their head cut off. Like, oh, my God, this is so crazy. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Right. Okay. Uh, Vetus, let me go ahead and bring in some questions from the listeners of the podcast. Let them know that Vetus was going to totally come over and we're going to take some questions uh, with you. Uh, how's the campaign going? My campaign. Yes. How's your campaign going? It's going great. I've tried to reach out to all my community, like my yoga community, my, my students at school. I told them they get extra credit if they <laughs> shared it with their friends and family. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Minuscule amount of extra credit, by the way. But, you know, they all did it. They all want extra credit. Okay. Uh, Brian Altschul wants to know, uh, who would you like to do yoga with from the nominated cast? Is there anybody that, uh, you know, lists yoga as a interest that you feel like, okay, well, this is a, a yoga buddy? You know what? I saw that Joe does some yoga. Yoga. Yeah, Joe does some yoga. I'd love to do some yoga out there with Joe. Maybe he joined me for some yoga. Whoever else does what yoga. Kelly? Kelly Wigglesworth. Kelly, yeah. Kelly wants to do some yoga. I'd love to do yoga with Kelly. I think even Shireen, she showed up in my yoga class, didn't even do any yoga. So I think it's time for her to maybe do some yoga. <laughs> so you're going to get her to yeah. do some yoga. I think Shireen, maybe, you know, like maybe that'll settle her super fanness yes. a little bit. Is there anybody on this list that you think needs some yoga? Oh man! I guess, maybe that you could that you could as, as like, hey, you know what? Let me why let me help you. Uh, how about some yoga? Maybe some of these more muscle bound dudes. You the, know, the, like the, yeah, some of these guys are like you know they're really strong and buff. And I've never. Well, that's what Tyson said to Brad Culpepper. That all you got is all you got is mass, and that's like the worst thing, bro. Yeah, you need a little bit of elasticity. Yes. In that body. Okay. Sure. All right. So uh, then this is a question from uh, Tamir Markowitz. Who are you the most excited to potentially play with? Is there anybody that um, it, it really gets the juices going about, oh, I can't believe I have a chance to play with this person? I guess as a fan, like anybody that I, I guess most people in there, not, it's not, and it's not a political answer. I'm not like trying not to pick people, but there's, I'm so, people from the early seasons I'm excited about even meeting and getting the opportunity to play with people from my brother's season. I was a huge fan of my brother's season. Yeah. Imagine getting to play with Terry Dietz, man. That guy's a legend. 
challenge legend, beast. That'd be awesome. And even the new players, like I watch every episode. Like look at a guy like Joe, who's you know led a new legend, or some of the people from the like Jeremy. I, some everybody. I'm excited to play with everybody. It seems like a super fun cast. There's no there's no crazies on there. There's nobody that just seems like they'd be a real bummer. Okay, Brendan Fitzpatrick wants to know: Would CBS allow Aris to be your loved one if you were to make it that far? Have you have you talked about this? Yes, uh, yes. You know they ask they, they they ask us for our loved ones before we go out there. Yes, and w- will it be Aris? I will not divulge that information. Okay, you have so, to see. You have to you have to get me on the show and hope that I to, make it far enough. Yes, for a loved okay. ones visit. All right. Uh, would you be excited if Max Dawson brought Vince Sly? Oh, for sure, dude. I saw Vince down at the beach the other day, and I, t- I tried to go connect with him, but he was too busy. Yeah. Well, he said he left He left L.A. because he was having a connection drought. Yeah, no, I saw him the day he was He wasn't he was worried doing about his, a water drought. He was worried about a connection drought. He was doing his exit interviews. I saw him on the beach, and I'd go try to talk. He said, I'm on the phone, man. Like, don't book did me. He, did he know that you were a survivor person? I don't think he recognized me. Okay. No. All right. Well... Vince, I'm a big fan. Talk to me, bro. He was like, I'm on the phone, bro. No butts, no cuts, no coconuts, right? That's his, that's his motto. <laughs> that your motto. You gave it to him. <laughs> that's, that was, he said it. I'm, I'm going to, I'm just uh, re- rehashing it. Okay. Uh, David Baltazar says, what hashtags or one liners have you had prepared? Do you have any sort of like a uh, Vetus catchphrase, uh, a hashtag? It's funny. People are asking me that before the campaign. Like, do you have a hashtag? Do you have something you said? I guess people remember me for namaste bitches. But, you know, if we're talking about my campaign, it's just vote Vetus. Vote like, Vetus. Vote Vetus. I got to, you Keep know. Keep it simple. It's a pretty simple name. But, yeah, I think people <laughs> okay. remember me for namaste bitches. That's a good one. Uh, Paul Borges wants to know, I'm of the mind that they're really going to throw you guys a curveball, whether it's one or two people voted off right away. Or if you start off on the same beach, it starts as an individual game. Or maybe the winning tribe can grant somebody, uh, go after somebody on the losing tribe. Uh, do you have any, have you thought about twists that they could throw at you? Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I think they're going to. Really It'd be too mess, easy. They're going to mess just, with us. If it was hard. just 10 They're going to mess 10. with us so hard. You know, the other thing they're going to do that they're going to get all you guys on the beach and it's going to be like, all right, you guys ready for your first competition? Here we go. And now it's like, uh, all right, mud wrestling or sumo at sea or uh, you're, you're doing something physical right off the bat. I mean, I hope they mess with us. It'll be great. It'll be interesting. As a fan, I'd love to see something like that. It's scary to think, like, how are they going to screw with us out there? You know, I was on a season where we had initial vote out. How many have they had in all in all the 30 seasons where you show up and vote out right away? I'm trying to think. Uh, season- a schoolyard pick where two people didn't get picked. That was what, Fiji? Uh, that was in Palau. Palau, that, yeah. The school, the schoolyard pick where two people didn't get picked. Uh, in Token Sheens, they did a vote where somebody they had to go, but they got to go ahead. They didn't. But, get voted but they out. thought they were getting voted out. Yeah. They thought they were. Um, and then they did the thing with, of course, in the Blood versus Water with, uh, you know, Candace and, brutal, and Laura. Like, so we show up that first morning, and it's like vote somebody out right now. And all we've been doing is looking at each other. Why Laura B? Week. Because she was Rupert's wife. No, you know what? Nobody knew what to do. So these circle, they, and they don't show the circle. So they get in a circle so nobody can see each other's apartment. We, parchment paper. We circle up and people are just looking at each other's eyes like, what do we do? Like, And Laura B. happened to be standing next to me. And I looked, I think I looked at Brad or Hayden. I just gave a little like, and just pointed my, like pointed my finger. Yeah. I was like, let's, I guess. And, and like, you, just it was her. you took out Laura B. 
it was who I, you know, I just pointed and then yes. Hayden looked at Brad and looked, was like, I think that's how it went down. I thought you were a good guy. <laughs> you got to pick somebody, man. Am I going to write my own name? Rupert down? was campaigning on Twitter for Laura to come back to be a second chance person. I think she should get a second chance. Should she? Laura should get a second chance? Yeah, because she has lived under Rupert for so long, man. This is when I spend time with that woman. You don't you can know how good she has it. Every decision she's made is filtered through the what would Rupert say, you know. And I'd that sucks, man. Poor girl. Like, she, you know, she's been living in his shadow for forever. And I think she, it'd be great for her to it's see a great shadow. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do a couple more questions. Yeah, something there's, there's some curveball that. Uh, it's got to be, dude. It's, ugh, I dread it. What's it going to okay. be, though? All right. Uh, Mark Paris wants to know, uh, I'm sure you get uh, flack sometimes from people uh, for you throwing your vote to Monica. Can you justify that decision? Okay, well, well we talking? We talked about this. A short version. We talked about version. this a couple times. Two things. First of all, I told Tyson if he voted for me, I promised I wouldn't. I promised I wouldn't give it to him at the end. Second version is that I also wanted to make sure that Jervis didn't get second because he hoes my brother, and I'm really protective of my brother. You know, if I get a second chance this time, I don't get to have my brother around me. There's nobody for me to be as protective of as my brother. Of course, I'd be protective with people I trust, but you know, like Jervis hoes my bro and I wanted to give second to Monica. Don't. It's, uh, it's bros before people that hose bros, right? Exactly. That's right. Don't mess with ours. <laughs> uh, Lisa Peoples uh, wants to know, being a math professor, will you be giving any tutoring to Brad Culpepper if you end up together? Yeah, we can talk about the integers, maybe even the rational numbers. I'm not sure if we'll go as far as like the real number line, but yes. you know, fractions maybe. So you will, t uh, and if he's there, you will not need to tell him that uh, 10 into 16 equals in. In, yeah. That 10 equals, into 16 equals in. That equals He'll be in. there with me. Okay. Uh, and uh, let's see. Let's do one last question. Uh, let me find Let me find something that's, that's But let me say this. Ending. It might not even be 16. Who oh. knows? I mean, Mike still has a shot at winning this game. It might be 10 out of 15. 10 you into 15 know. would equal in. Okay. And then finally, Tim Sears wants to know, how will you handle it if someone out there says to you, give me one tribal and I'll, I will vote for you if I make the jury, similar to what you did with Tyson. Would you keep the person around or get rid of them immediately? So you're in, this, you're in the position that Tyson was in, role reversal. And they say to you what you said to Tyson, uh, if you keep me around for one more vote, then I'll give you my jury vote. If not, I will not give you my jury vote. What would you do? I think that's, I think it's interesting. It's an interesting question because, you know, when you get that far, you do have to consider like, who's going to make, you know, who's going to make it to the jury. Of course, I want to get far in the game, but if I'm going to get far, I want to win and I want to make it to the end with people that are going to vote for me. And if, you know, if you get into a, somebody who's in a, de a desperate situation, yeah. that might be somebody that you can work with, you know, like people that are desperate will do anything. So mm -hmm. I think every situation is obviously Tyson made the right choice because he won. Right. You know, Tyson killed it. He played one of the best. So is that I've the right choice? Seen. Vote, vote out the person that says that because then, then uh, hopefully you could just win by enough votes anyway. I think it's every situation is different. Okay. Yeah. All right. Vetus, look at you. You're on your way. Second chance, potentially. Potentially. You're, you're in the mix here. You could vote for Vetus once a day between now and May 20th at cbs.com slash Survivor Second Chance. Uh, well, where does the campaign go from here? Campaign goes to, you know, hopefully somewhere in Southeast Asia. Yes, but, but in between now and then, what will, how will you be Over spending- the last week? Yeah, spending the next week of the campaign. I gotta say, it's tough. I'm torn. I want to campaign really hard, but I want to spend the last week with my kid. You yeah. know, like, leave, like the first time I went out, I have, I have a one-year-old son now. So I, I'm trying to spend every waking moment I can with him. 
and knowing that I might be gone away from him for seven weeks. So I'm going to try hard to campaign and get the votes out there. But you guys just know that if I'm not on social media every second, I'm trying to spend time with my loved ones okay. before I leave. He's a dad. He is on his way back, maybe. A second chance. And uh, cbs.com slash Survivor Second Chance. All right. Uh, hashtag vote Vetus. Hashtag vote Vetus. Anything else that you want to get out there? No, I just hope you guys vote for me. I'm a big fan. If I don't get on there, no hard feelings. You'll still watch Survivor. Oh, for sure, dude. Survivor's okay. in my life. If you go, when you come back, will you tell Aris what happened? Or will you hold it over his head for months and months? No, of course I'll tell him. I think You'll I, tell him? Yeah, I'll tell Aris. Okay. You should tell him like a, like a, like a whole fake story. That's what Aris did when he got back. Yes. He told us all oh, a big, Aris told us all a fake story, but then he took me aside the next day and said, Oh, and he knew. And he, yeah, knew. he knew. Okay. Yeah. All right. Vetus, uh, great job. And uh, we'll be back. Uh, next one coming up. I'm going to be speaking to uh, somebody from your brother season. Terry Dietz Legend. is my next Legend my next Terry. call today. Uh, call number five coming up today with Terry Dietz uh, in just a little bit. And uh, we'll have those all posted on robisawebsite.com. Of course, uh, if you missed any of these interviews, you can hear them all at robisawebsite.com slash Survivor Second Chance. Or you can subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future ones at robisawebsite.com slash iTunes. All right. Looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say about Vetus in the comments. And we'll talk to you again soon. Take care, everybody. Thanks, guys. Bye.